welcome back. My name is Adam Ashton, and today I'm speaking with the fourth eliminated contestant, Sneaky. Sneaky, also known as Stevie, Steve K. Uh, he was awesome. He asked me to refer to him as, as Sneaky. Uh, this was a, a real fun one. I, as I said uh, in the last episode, I really enjoyed doing all of these talks. This one in particular was a, was a real funny one. Stevie had some really good jokes. I had some really bad jokes. One of mine absolutely fell flat. Stevie didn't get it. Uh, and also had some very offensive pronunciation of uh, the Chinese word that he was trying to teach Benji last night. I probably should have given that one a miss as well. But it was great fun. Love chatting to Stevie. Uh, it was interesting to hear that he wasn't at all a Survivor fan. He knew a few things here or there. But I liked hearing how he had this strategy to grow his alliance, crack into the two, form a three, find a fourth, find a fifth, grow up from there. And it was uh, interesting. And I, I loved how he named all of his alliances. Um, but enjoy this one. This is a fun one. Here is Stevie, better known as Sneaky. G'day, Adam. How are you going? Mr. Sneaky Stevie, how are you doing, my friend? Yeah, just call me Sneaky. <laughs> That's it, Sneaky. <laughs> man, we were. We, I was. Uh, man, I was really enjoying the the character that was, that was the sneaky little man. Yeah. Um, I loved it, man. Yeah. <laughs> man, tell us. Uh, Thank you. Tell us. Tell us going in. Uh, you said you were using a bit of Chinese military strategy. I want to set the combo up by hearing a, a bit about some of the ideas that you want to uh, apply from there. Oh well. Um... Just basically, um, uh, in plain English, um, you don't speak Chinese, do you? Right. No, so unfortunately not. Wahoo! Um, I forget what you told Benji yeah. the other night. I should have, I should have worked that out. <laughs> wow! <laughs> it worked. Uh, that's a good intercultural uh, experience there. All right. <laughs> well, look. Generally speaking, right. First of all, you got to win the battle before you start the battle, right? Oh yeah. Uh, and and secondly, you got to. If you start thinking you're defeated, you're already defeated. So if, before any warfare, you just got to stack yourself up in oh, the right fantastic. manner, you know? That's awesome. Are we talking and a bit of uh, Sun Tzu War of Art here? Uh, you can say that, but it's not... Don't credit Sun, uh, uh, Sun Tzu uh, for everything about Chinese military strategies. There, there are quite a lot of great battles... Um, like uh, um, uh, in the good old days, it's called a three kingdom, the three small kingdom warring each other all the time. And that's where most of the uh, tactical maneuvering uh, w- uh, works best. And then, um, and not just the Chinese, but uh, I look at the ancient Romans uh, the, against the Gauls, against the um, British and all that kind of stuff. Same kind of, same warfare actually, same um, strategy in place. Um, just basically, uh, you know, just don't fire a single shot if you can help it. Just get in there, you know. And the closest thing I can apply for Survivor is is literally um, guerrilla warfare, if you know what I'm saying. Get mm. in there, hit the target, and get out before they knew it happened. Yes. And that's what I was trying to do. Oh, fantastic. I love it. And you were the your um, sneakiness started very early. We saw that at the very first challenge, you were uh, cleverly going to collect the winnings, and you got to have a little sneaky sneak inside as well. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Look, um, I don't understand it. I thought in Survivor you're supposed to be looking for <laughs> idols everywhere. Of course, right? Of I, I course. Name of the game, right? Yeah, but at that time, it, it was the reason why I was looking inside that pillow is that Matt was so possessive over it after he won it. I just, I just trying to figure out why. 
And then when I look at it, there was a lump there. So I said, oh, must be something in there. It could be an idol. I better check it out. And when when everyone was, you know, uh, when everyone was looking at the action, I, I was looking at the uh, pillow and and searching for whatever it is in there. And the only person looking at me, or the only two persons were Matt, uh, which I didn't know, and Russell. Russell was looking at me because he, you know, he knows what I was up to. Yeah. And and I I found there was a rock in there, and um, <laughs> it's just a rock. And I think it was because the pillow is so light, they need to weigh it down, so it, it actually would slide down, right? Yeah. And um, Matt, I believe, thought that was actually an idol in there. So that's why he was very persistent. He wouldn't let anyone get near it afterwards. And um, what he did was that uh, uh, when we had to go for our very, very first tribal council, he knew he was on a chopping block. Yes, he didn't, socially, he didn't get on. I mean, he's a cop, right? Uh, and even worse, <laughs> he's, a, he's a traffic cop. Right? So, you know, just, nobody likes him. And even <laughs> even the first night when we were full and hungry, because we didn't get the flint, you know, like, Hey, you know, uh, we were spooning each other. He was out there, you know, just yeah. by himself. Uh, well, you know, come on, you know, let's bond. Hey, yeah, you know, and so he needed a diversion. Yeah, that's no, me. that's fair enough. Uh, I like that you said that only two people saw you. So it said Matt and Russell saw you, but I think uh, Jeff saw you as well. Oh, I mean Jonathan. Jonathan, oh, yeah, <laughs> made the, have, uh, made that joke, that joke fell flat, man. Yeah. I, was, I was trying to have a joke about uh, yeah. how you, you called him Jeff. <laughs> oh, that one there, yeah. Look, I, can I just tell you a little secret, right? <laughs> yeah, please. I, I, I was never a super fan. Super, never, never was a super fan of uh, Survivor, mate. Um, I, I just got in. It, uh, it was just a fluke. It was just a dare. That what, that, <laughs> that's what happened. And my daughter pushed me into it. And... One thing led to another in the six weeks of auditioning. I got in. I oh, just yeah, got in. Sure. I just man, I can, I, I, I can, flabbergast myself. I can understand that perfectly, man. Just seeing the the first uh, five seconds of you on TV, it's a you're an obvious casting choice, mate. You're such a character that everyone uh, everyone was loving you. So I can definitely understand how you got on there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, literally, um, I go in there knowing nothing, and um, well, it become quite apparent uh, with my tribesmates later on. That's yeah, I know nothing really. So I'm really not very, uh, I'm not supposed to be a big target, but for whatever reason is, the, the girls uh, find me an easy target to pick on, but that comes later, right? Mm. So what happened is that um, uh, Matt had to uh, go after me and and convince everyone that I'm, I'm a threat. And when I found out about it, it wasn't shown in the episode, actually. I, I, I knew uh, I'm, I'm in trouble, so I spoke to, well, I butter up to just about every single member one-on-one in the background. Mm-hmm. And so from a tribe deciding to vote 11-1 against me, they decided to split the vote because they want to flush out the idol. Mm-hmm. Either Matt and or I have it. Mm-hmm. So that was good going. And the the, the tactic is uh, when we do hit tribal council, I'm going to parry with him one-on-one, nice. give him a hard time. You know, just, you know, who's... who's Who's more dodgy, me or him? <laughs> who's, the, who's the immediate threat, me or him? That kind of stuff. But when Matt opened his mouth and couldn't keep it shut, I won. Because yeah. he just dug his own grave. I just kept my mouth shut. Definitely. So I didn't have to go through six votes. Very clever, Matt. I like it. As you say, you, you won the battle before uh, the battle begun or something along those lines. 
I think you got it there. Yeah, I'll, I'll make the Chinese I'm out of here one day. <laughs> That's it. Mate, I loved uh, So last night's episode, um, we saw you making the crab traps. And you say that you weren't a, a big su- Survivor fan, but you must have picked it up pretty quickly or intuitively known. Like you were able to, uh, whilst everyone was talking, you were able to go off by yourself and eventually someone came over, they fell into your trap and you were able to then, you know, th- that's where you had those secret conversations without being too obvious. Yeah, now there's two dimensions to that. The first one is that, yeah, I'm I'm a pretty much an outdoorsy guy. If you get to know me, I, I I'm I'm into camping, bushwalking, uh, rock climbing, uh, canyoning, caving, all that kind of stuff. You know, so I was in my element out there where everyone struggles to be comfortable. I'm okay, you know. I wasn't hungry. I wasn't cold. I I, I you know I got the right wardrobe. I, I feel right. Mm. Um, cool. So huh? I know how to catch um you know fish and crabs and what have you uh, from my old boy scout days so no issues i just applied um that it is but i i, I create it, make it look interesting i create a mount, uh, uh, you know like a little mountain there and things like that, to attract people to come over and ask me hey what are you doing you know mm. and and when the right people that i feel that i want to al- align with came over then this is my moment because there's no way you uh, not no way it's very hard to get a one-on-one when everyone's looking at each other. For sure. And, but this was a perfect excuse to get people to do that. I mean, the other way I did it, um, and you can see it on uh, on episode four as well, when we went pee-pee hunting, all right, uh, I, I say, who wants to come with me? We just got to get some pee-pee snack. Uh, you know, uh, usually the, the boys turn up, and that was good. Uh, we can strategize accordingly. Great. Yeah, awesome, man. And you, uh, we saw in episode two, um, a little nudie run as well, so you're obviously part of the working way into into that little uh, the amigos there. That's right. That was that was a that was a big part of my strategy, actually, Adam, because um, I've got to make myself not only indispensable, but I need to recognize which um, uh, subgroups are forming and getting stronger. I'm just looking for a power base there, and Definitely. I identified three: there's the bromance, then there's the girls' alliance, which actually result uh, from the bromance, you know, uh, for self-preservation, literally. Then yep. there's the middle ones like uh, Tegan and um, Heath and even Jenna, right? Yeah. yeah. And yes. I found the boys uh, getting stronger. It all started, <laughs> I'll share this with you. Um, we had the dynamic duo to begin with, Batman and Robin. And that, that is um, Benji and Robbie. Don't, t- don't ask me which one is Batman and which one is Robin. <laughs> that's the dynamic duo there. Yeah, fluff and pump. Right. Yeah. And I was, yeah, I was watching them getting, you know, really pally pally. So I, I, I got into that. You know, I, and um, at first I made it sound like I'm not really interested. And, but later on, Robbie kept pushing me. So we became the three amigos. Yes. Right? Three of us, right? Yes. Yeah. Now, I said, look, this, there's too much testosterone here. We need to get a girl in. Clever. So we look at Paige. She looks a bit. Mid, mid-level, right? She wasn't actually with the girls' alliance just as yet or ever, really. So uh, we got uh, Benji because, uh, to, to try and get her into our camp uh, because he seemed to have a good relationship re- re- with her, right? Yeah. But he couldn't get it through, mm-hmm. right? So we try Robbie next, right? And while this is all going on, I got Zuck in, basically. Uh-huh. So we then suddenly became the 
Fantastic four. <laughs> I love it, man. The only thing I'm not sure. Right? I like the idea of getting uh, there's too much testosterone. I don't know how Zach balances that out, though. <laughs> I think he's just adding more. Uh, in there. It was just unavoidable. But there's a feminine side to Zach. You don't know, you know. He's, uh, <laughs> you know, he's really a bit of a drama queen. Uh, I can I can I can share you with all honesty. He needs a lot of support. You know, like when when hunger hits him really hard. Oh. Hopeless, just hopeless. <laughs> but don't tell his mom that. <laughs> oh, that's now, too funny. Now, we were trying oh. to get, we were trying to get to the Fab Five, you know, Fabulous Five, and yeah. we're still eyeing at um, Paige. So uh, Benji didn't work. Neither did Robbie. I went in there to have a chat with, um, you know, Paige or spend time with her, and she seemed to have interest in my background. But she was really sussing me out. You know uh, how intelligent I am, and you know uh, I didn't want to tell her too much that you know I I was actually I'm an engineer and uh, in real life and and all that, um, but I could I still couldn't get her to come over, and and that caused some consternation among the boys and a few of the boys like Zuck and I think Robbie was worried that she's actually a double agent with the girls team. Mm-hmm. And and uh, one thing led to another. There, uh, it was decided that we got, we just got to blindside her out, just in case, yeah. uh, before she knows too much about us, right? But I disagree with that. That wasn't strategic enough. I thought we had to trim the fat. Uh, and I see, uh, you know, target should be one of the girls, you know. And uh, but I was out blank, outvoted, and all that. So we went for Paige. Mm-hmm. So this is how it all came about. Just sharing with you uh, the background scene. That's fantastic, Matt. I really, um, really appreciate it, and we're we're pretty much out of time. But I like how you've got this. In theory, it sounds phenomenal. You've you've worked your way. You've, you saw the dynamic duo. You worked your way in, and you created the third of the three amigos. You want to then you became the Fantastic right. Four, and you you were looking for that fabulous five, that fifth member, but you just couldn't quite get there in the end. But yeah. I, I must admit, I was, yeah. I was I was obviously sad for you to go home last night. I felt a bit sorry for Paige as well because it seems like she was with you guys in the end. She voted with what she thought. Mm-hmm. Um, the vote was, but she essentially got blindsided yeah. last night as well. Agree. I, 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 I have lots of regrets about this. I should have stand up a bit more because I wasn't, I wasn't totally convinced that she should be the bunny. I was thinking about you know one of the, um, the other girls really, Anita in particular, because she is a big threat. She she is the biggest super fan of all of us mm. in our tribe. She knows every. Season every episode, every tactics. You know, she she's too dangerous, and you know she's the leader of the girls' alliance. So that's the one we should go for. Yeah. And, and she was she wasn't very uh, in the in the challenges in the physical challenges. Like I remember the chariot race. If you remember that one, right? Mm. We were both on the on the platform, and when we had to uh, hook up those um, puzzle uh, baskets, she just went hysterical. She didn't know what to do, and so I I, I just had to. Just blot her out and just do what I have to do. Just yep. pick up the, um, you know, that's how it came about. So I thought she should be the one. But anyway, like sneaky Stevie, I know, I know you got another call. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to get in trouble. I'll oh, get yes, you I in do. trouble. Yes. Appreciate it so much, mate. Thanks for the uh, the inside intel and stay sneaky, my friend. And it's a pleasure. Yeah. See you, mate. Anytime.